Welcome. This is special episode three of season two of Shadows of Crimes by Mliara Frost. And this episode will be about a killer who never killed, or at least not by her own hands, to the victims directly. Although, before I get started on the details of the killer's case, I would like to apologize for the long wait between seasons and would like to say thank you to the listeners who have returned from season one and I am sorry that the wait was so extended before season two. Whether you were a listener from the first episode or somewhere in between from season one, thank you for returning and welcome new listeners. Hopefully you will stick around as well. This episode is about Julia Tafana. She was born in 1581 and died in 1651. And one thing I found said that she was from Palermo, Italy. Although another thing said Rome is where she died, whereas the first article seemed to imply that she was born and died at the same place. Julia Tufana made a poison that could kill a man in four drops or less and it was odorless, tasteless, and completely undetectable during an autopsy. She made this for the purpose to sell to women so they could kill their abusive husbands and or unwanted husbands. For decades, her poison and her criminal activity was undetected, making her one of the most successful poisoners in history, and history notes her as being the most prolific female poisoner. Despite the fact that it seems she may not have directly killed anyone, which in today's standards technically might have given her more of an accessory to murder with the intent to kill title. Although, considering that the assumed number of victims was over 600, what difference does it make what charge she would be charged with, knowing she was guilty either way? After a few decades of leading the cells on poison, she was executed. There was a theory that her mother could have come up with the recipe, but most people seem to believe that Julia Tofana made the poison recipe herself, and that she was an entrepreneur who decided to try out different mixtures, or at least one that seemed to work. After being caught, she did confess 
to the murder of approximately 600 men between the years of either 1630 or 1633. Articles that I read disagreed upon that. And that her poison spree lasted until roughly 1650 to 1651. Julia sold the powder in the form of makeup because it gave women the chance to purchase it and leave it on their nightstands or wherever their other makeup was stored. And it was in a fancy bottle, which made it even less suspicious for any men who may have been already suspicious of their wives. She felt bad for women in arranged marriages and wanted to help for those who couldn't get a divorce. And at least some of the women were in relationships where they were beaten, treated cruelly, and stuck in poverty. She was going to sell it to the poor and started out in southern Italy, although anyone could actually buy it from her, or at least any woman. I did not find anything that specifically stated men could not buy from her, although I'm assuming that if men knew about it, she would have been caught, which is how she was caught by a man who knew too much. In the 1650s, a customer regretted her decision and decided to stop her potential victim from ingesting the colorless substance that he was about to die from. He interrogated her and she ended up confessing to him. After that, he alerted the authorities. And after the authorities were alerted, a rumor spread that the water nearby was being poisoned with the powder as well. And those things caused the downfall of Julia Tofana, as well as her daughters and three assistants, although I'm unsure if the daughter was included in the three assistants or not. What I found said that it was not recorded whether or not Julia Tofana was married or had been married herself, although she did have a daughter. Her poison was such a shock to the world that it was discussed for centuries later. Even now, every so often, you may hear about aqua tofana. Mozart, the famous composer who died in not even Italy, but Austria on December 5th of 1791, one of the most famous men in history, had theorized that Shortened quote, someone has given me aqua to fauna. 
Mozart said this on his deathbed. Although it was never confirmed if he was even murdered or died from his own natural illnesses, seeing as he was an unhealthy man. Perhaps the theories of his death will be featured in another episode, particularly if anyone emails me with interest asking for his case. You can email me at emmeline.frost at gmail.com. That's E-M-I-L-I-N-E dot F-R-A-U-S-T at gmail.com. And you can suggest new episode ideas there. Thank you for listening to the third installment of five special episodes to start off season two. This episode was different than the first season since it was about someone who never killed by her own hands, at least. Not that I found records of, but instead others killed with her invention.